Hi, Rosie. Hi, listeners, and welcome to Am I an Asshole? Good. I have been listening to Christmas music lately Mm -hmm. because it's Christmas. Nice. You are getting 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 better better. and better. I'm proud Um, of you. And um, there's a lot of, uh, I feel like the way that people are redoing Christmas music is just by adding a lot of that. Like Christina was like maybe the one of the first, ex-Tina, excuse me. Right, right. And really you were saying, you were saying. Maybe Mariah, excuse me, Mariah was the first one. Yes, but that's a great song. Uh, to me, that's become a classic, but oh. maybe not. But yeah, um, I know you were saying earlier, you you says to me, you says, <laughs> let's can't we just stick with the classics? That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I agree because it's it gets a little whiny and it's a lot. And yeah, I just want that old fashioned. <laughs> I just want that old fashioned. <laughs> Were you gonna say old fashioned dick? Chestnuts roasting. Yes. Yeah, I just I that's kind of my thing. I don't know. I think that a lot of pop stars try to like reinvent their Christmas songs, and I just you can sing the old ones. That's fine, but don't like make up new ones. Yeah, except if you're John Legend. I haven't heard it yet. I mean, I just love his voice. Anyway. Um, well, boy, do we got a show for you. We ya. do. Uh, get your ears and minds open because... And legs. <laughs> because this <laughs> one is true. about polyamory yeah. and monogamy. Yeah. We have a a couple, a real life couple. Yeah. Married Olivia, couple. Married couple. Olivia and Scott. Mm-hmm. Adorable, beautiful couple. Yes. Happy. Um, but... Not without their problems. Right. And uh, they're, turns out they're just like us. Yeah, but polyamorous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, th- we have two parts to this episode. So this is the first, this is the first part of the episode. And uh, then listen later for the second. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It'll come out next week. Okay. All right. We got to put more effort into these. Hey. Yep. If you guys like what you hear, tell everybody. Yeah. Like and subscribe and tell your friends. Say, hey, I just listened to this cool thing on monogamy and polyamory Mm -hmm. and uh, it was funny and psychology based listen up for am i an asshole for being monogamous bye all right so i'm excited for this one uh, it's real saucy is in my eyes. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm really branching out here talking about this stuff. And my ears. And my I, got, ears. I have a lot of questions. Yeah, good, 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 good. Um, and well, let's just say hi to Scott and Olivia. Yes. Hello. Hi, Scott Hello. and Olivia. Hi. Yay. And nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. I know. Yeah. We haven't met. We just picked them up on the street. We said, these people look like they're polyamorous. <laughs> no, they God. look open. They Turns look like they, they just are. got back from Burning Man. And that is Weirdos. probably yeah. true. No, I don't know. Did you go to Burning Man this year? Not, Not this, this year. year. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Great. Yeah, but we usually do. Great. Good. Um, yeah. So this is, uh, am I an asshole for being monogamous? Mm-hmm. Um, Jackie, why do you feel like that makes you an asshole? Because I think the that like rationally it I think that I have just fallen into that's just what I do. I don't think I ever like questioned or like have been I, I think that I am kind of an asshole for just playing it safe and doing what I think society wants me to do and um 
I like to think of myself as a very open-minded person. Uh, I also feel like an asshole because I don't think I could achieve it because I think I would be too jealous. Um, and so I think I'm to, kind to of, achieve poly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could have, and I don't think I could do it because I think I would be too jealous, which makes me feel like an asshole. And I think that that's why a lot of traditional people, um, put their judgments on it because I think they attach their own like kind of neuroses or worries or whatever it is onto that. Um, but, uh, so that's kind of why I feel like an asshole. I don't know. Also, what is the difference between yeah. polyamory and open relationship or sure. is there and one? polygamy and polygyny po- and all those is things? Sure. Polygamy? Okay. You, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Wanna, yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, so this is all under the umbrella of non-monogamy. And okay. That, so that's like the umbrella term. So anything where you're not being monogamous, it's all that. Polyamorous has the Latin root amor, so for love. So mm-hmm. polyamorous relationships, it involves a romantic relationship. Um, open is kind of a flexible term like it's kind of like are we being exclusive like it's kind of it kind of depends on the couple or the people it's like the biggest of the venn diagrams yeah yeah so it it could kind of be anything um poly let's see what were the the other ones poly sci poly Um, is the one where you are married to more than one yes and you two are married we are married okay but only to each other but only to each other so you wouldn't get married um, well, it's not legal currently in the U.S., so okay. we couldn't. You, there are many poly families who will get married, but it's not legally recognized, and that's a huge thing for poly families who have children, where it's like custody and who can visit each other in the hospital, and like these, just how it was for gay relationships a very short time ago. Like these issues are still persisting in our community right now. So, so adopting yeah. people as uh, yeah. sons and daughters to uh, make it marriage like. Yes. Okay. So, but like, what about the, like? Um, those, those Mormon families that have like a hundred wives, that's just not recognized as marriage. Um, I don't know if you know. So I honestly can't say that I have studied like Mormonism very specifically. I have a feeling that it's recognized religiously and in the community, which is enough for them. And again, I'm speaking from a place of ignorance. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Right now. Um, but you don't practice that. And so you don't really know. That's not really pointed toward you. Yeah. 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 It's a different brand. Okay. Okay. Still, it's still non-monogamy, but it's not, it's not what we do. <laughs> right. Okay. That's not your bag. No. Okay. So can I also ask then, um, outside of your marriage, what are your other relationships? Um, we're dating a few people. Mm-hmm. Like we're, like both of you are dating one, like the same person? Right now, yes. Okay. We have one, one of those? One person that we're both dating and uh, uh, you're dating... Uh, two other people. Two other people. And I'm, uh, I'm involved in a, a couple of casual relationships. Yeah. This is so fascinating. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're blowing my mind. Really? Uh, oh yes. my gosh. I mean, I, I know someone who is in a, I guess it's a polyamorous because the, the, the cup, there's someone, there's two people who are married and mm-hmm. then one is a girlfriend to the man. Okay. okay. And yeah. the wife person has, is accepting of it and mm-hmm. is in, but I don't know that the girl the girlfriend and the wife mm. is this make is this tracking sure. are, yeah, are, yes. are in love. I think yeah. that they sleep yeah. together and she's everyone's fine with how it's going. Right, right, right. Yeah, you, you, you kind of need like a whiteboard and like a flow chart. <laughs> yeah, to really you really do. Map yeah. it out because yeah. it, it gets complicated. Yeah, I drew a chart once where like I used like M and M's for the people <laughs> and like I drew lines and there was like double lines for marriage and like a squiggly line if it was casual and like yeah, it gets we. Uh, it's a big joke that Google Calendar is like a really big thing yeah. in the community because like, you know, you, 
love is infinite, but time and energy is not. So you have to manage your time and energy really <laughs> efficiently if you're seeing a bunch of people. Um, so yeah, we, we use the calendar a lot. And, <laughs> and so you guys are only wanting to be married to each other though. Um, as of right now. As of right now, yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't foresee that ever really changing. But uh, yeah, I mean, anything, anything's possible. But yeah. I, I really, I really, really doubt that that would ever change. Yeah, I, I have been in a relationship in the past where if it was possible and it had lasted longer, I probably, we probably would have like gotten. I mean, we we did get hand fasted, um, and I did get hand fasted at the hand fasted. Sorry, I don't know what that is. Oh, oh um, it's a um, it's kind of a pre marriage. Well, it's kind of pre marriage. It's it, it originated in I want to say like British Isles. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But um, it's, we, we come to it from uh, kind of uh, Renfair. Uh, yeah, like friends. Renfair, Pagany, kind of those, yeah. those, those friends. Um, but like back in the day, if you weren't near a priest, you could get hand fasted. Well, actually, it's on. Great. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's like marriage if you can't get to a priest or if you don't want to participate in like religion. Right. Like, it's, mm. So it, it's a common, not a common thing, but. Uh, poly families who like legal marriage isn't available. Some of them will get hand fasted as like a, like we, we are committing to each other. Okay. This is a symbol of like that we're going to be together for a while. We love each other. We want to do something about that. Right. Uh, typically for uh, a year and a day is the yes, usual. Yeah, that's uh, the standard. Yeah. yeah. What, wait, the, what's a year and a day? Hand uh, fasting. Uh, hand fasting is, is uh, uh, not always, but it's, it's frequently for a year and a day uh, at the end of which you reevaluate the, uh, the relationship. So it's, oh, it's really you interesting. Only get yeah. hand, you only get hand fasted for like seriously for a year and then you reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Oh, often. I mean, some, yeah. some people get hand fasted for life. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, that's like the traditional back in the day. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. It's, it's a ritual, a ceremony. It, it means whatever you want it to, just like marriage. And yeah. it's, uh, yeah. So there's lots of, di- there's many different ways to do it as there are people doing exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's just like with poly. Exactly. Actually. Yeah. And with monogamy. Yeah. 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 yeah fair point. Okay. Um, and like, did you all, and sorry if we've talked about this, sure. but for the purpose of the podcast, because Rosie doesn't know. I don't know. Um, neither does Jen. <laughs> neither does Jen. I know. I just, once I, once I found out with Olivia, I was like, what? And then I was like, <laughs> and then we were like, let's close the door. Yeah. We literally like, um, let's close the door. We'll talk Bolt about the door. The door. Bolt Bolt the door. <laughs> oh my gosh. These this inside show. jokes yeah. are outlandish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but okay, so you all and you did you all start the relationship off polyamorous? Yes, yes. I was oh, I was with uh, a boyfriend at the time when we got together. Okay, yeah. and and I was actually with uh, a couple of other casual relationships as well. Yeah. 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 So you both were polyamorous before you met. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. So how did you find out that you were both? You just ask probably right away. Um. Well, so we are in a... We wear name tags. <laughs> my name is Olivia. Yeah. I'm pansexual yeah. and... Yeah, great. <laughs> These are how many relationships I'm in right now. Um, our our friend group, I won't say... In, I'm not saying incestuous and like gross, but like a lot of us date each other and yeah. like our, our, our friend... The line between friendship and dating and... It's a little blurry. Like we, we're very... Um, Phys- like physically affectionate with each other. Like a lot of us will just like make out for fun because we can, because we don't, so many of us are non-monogamous that the rules are just a little different. And not to say, we can talk about rules. Like there's a whole yeah. thing about like rules and boundaries and relationship agreements. And like, there's a whole world there of, of stuff we can talk about. But um, where was I going with that? <laughs> uh, um, just that you're, the, 
Yeah, you make out with a lot of your friends. There's no, you were in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, so How do you guys tell each other? We were in work? a friend group already where but most- Basically the default is, is non-monogamy. It's weirder to find someone in our group <laughs> that is straight and white and um, well, I mean, monogamous. I, I don't know no, about sorry, white. Not white. Yeah, like, not white. <laughs> straight white. and monogamous. Yeah, yeah. It's weirder <laughs> to find a person who's straight and monogamous in our friend group than it is otherwise. I Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then- it, yeah, you didn't have to be like, by the way, I'm I into lots of things. Yes, right. yeah. I just feel like I, I am so like shy about like sexuality in general, like even with just one person. I mean, it just makes me jealous that you guys are just like, like tonight, let's just make out with like 45 people. I just, I, not that it's 45, that's exactly, <laughs> but I just, I wish that I felt more comfortable doing that and not putting um, more into it, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I'm hearing that you guys are also like, you love other people too. It's not just like fucking around, but you're that's allowed. a lot of fucking but, around. But it's, it's a lot. Of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, just the openness makes me just feel like a I, tight one. I, I mean, uh, I, I forget specifically what um, uh, you, Jackie, had said uh, earlier, but that it's something like you, you wouldn't be uh, comfortable with it kind of uh, socially and also... Uh, um, I, I jealousy. Think like a, yeah, yeah, jealousy. It, it's... It, it's whatever is is comfortable for you. So, like, I wouldn't judge yourselves or or feel bad about wanting what you want. And I, I think that goes for uh, monogamy or or polyamory or you know whatever you choose to be or mm-hmm. don't choose to be. I and, see. So you guys chose it because you felt like I want more than just the one on one thing. I don't yeah. know if I feel like I chose it. Like I sure I just I I just this. I won't say it's horrible, but very cheesy pornographic book series uh, <laughs> that uh, involves poly- polyamory. It's Nina Blake. Yes, it's yeah. Nina Blake. Um, and I read it and like, it's this, you know, there's like vampires and werewolves, so it's not like realistic, but it, it displays this polyamorous relationship. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't know you could do that. And as soon as I was exposed to it, it just made sense to me. Like mm. I was like, if I can find people that are into this, I want this. Like, this feels right to me. Yeah. It reminds me when uh, I, I was meeting a friend and uh, for something something business related and uh, and she she was like, so I, I heard that uh, you told so-and-so that you can't be friends anymore because you're, you know, you, you're starting to have feelings with them. I was like, well, yeah, I can't be in love with two women at the same time. And she was like, well, why not? Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Tell me more about this. Yeah. Wow. There's a big joke of like so many rom-coms are like, oh, I'm in love with two people and I have to choose one. So like polyamorous people are just like, just be poly. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, like, your just, problems with... Yeah. And now that we're saying that everyone should be polyamorous, just to be clear. Or that your problems go or away. That <laughs> right. Or that it'll solve problems. Yeah, it's like having a baby yeah. to save a marriage. Like, yeah. Right. It, it, yeah. Do not use it to solve that, relationships. But that problems. actually is... A, I, I'm glad you guys said that too, because for some reason, I sort of prejudge that that you guys live in this like euphoria. <laughs> oh, and, like, this like know. fantasy world. Oh, that God, everyone, no. like, yeah. yeah. Just everyone's <laughs> fucking with yeah. like in like right. fairies. Yeah. Your house is just a tree. Hot vampires. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. Let's there's a wine it. fountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Everyone's feeding each other chocolate. Fountain. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sometimes it is. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I want. <laughs> you show me pictures on your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to be to be completely honest, it's a lot more talking and a lot more yes. like asking what people are comfortable with, yes. finding out what the boundaries are, uh, finding out where. Where where the where the Venn diagram of what people want and what people are comfortable with and what people are not comfortable with, like finding finding those slivers where everything overlaps in a in a happy and comfortable way, consensually, and then, consensually, yeah. and then doing oh yeah sorry <laughs> you're good and then and then doing those specific things. Yes. So it's a it is 
it is a lot less of like a Bacchanalian revel and more of a, let's talk about our feelings yes. again. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Really so you is. almost have to like just over communicate, like yes. keep communicating Absolutely. because yeah. you have to make sure you're on the same. Yeah. Okay. On the same page. So much it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I don't well, recommend it. Do, I should say <laughs> doing it, doing it well and doing it right. Is, it's a lot of talking. It's it just is. a lot of like, like talking about like it's uncomfortable to talk about sexuality. Like, like you have to be comfortable being like, really? uh, yeah, you can. I don't mind if you make out with that person, but like, don't touch their butt because that's like our special thing. That's a terrible example, but like <laughs> uh, uh, belt shopping. Yes, wait, run me with that. You, you, I forget it was it means it, more to him than it does to you. Apparently. It, was, it was two of our friends and like one of them was with their, their other partner and they went belt shopping. And then like, for some reason that was like activating for the, for like the, the primary relationship. Yeah. And so like going belt shopping ended up being like this, like catch all for metaphor. Yeah. For yeah. like something that was unexpected that it, that ended up being like, you know, Oh, I'm just, I'm, you never go belt shopping with me. So yeah. oh it, my it's, God. it's totally a journey of self-discovery. You figure out all these things about yourself that like you would never discover otherwise. Yeah. Like, Oh, I actually have to think about if I like this or not, or if I'm okay. Cause like not, and I'm not dissing monogamy. Monogamy is a perfectly ethical, wonderful choice for a lot of people. And I have nothing but respect for people that do it. Cause it has Absolutely. its own set of difficulties and hardships. And like, I, I don't, I could do it if I had to, but like I don't want to. <laughs> well, I guess you don't have to, right? Yeah. I and mean, you don't have not to. Not with this guy. That, <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Love you. That's, but that's, I think that's interesting. And like that you, I mean, it really is just having a bunch of relationships. So you have to have the same conversations yes, you have over with one and over. People, with and, more people. and it's not yeah. just like you and me and me and that person. It's like how, it's like there's like the triad of people. Yeah. Like it, it's exponential in like the number of relationships involved because you have the two people and then you have them and there's four and then like it. And then it's how everyone feels about the relationships between other exactly. people. Exactly. So it gets really, really complicated. Yeah. Really I also fast. think it's interesting that you just like also have normal lives. You know, <laughs> like you also just like eat mac Go and to cheese. Work. I don't know what yeah. you guys eat. But Absolutely, like, yeah. Vegans, but, we love know. mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mm-hmm. ate it today, so it's fine. Awesome. Well, so one, I, I, one, I would say criticism, and I don't even like to say that word, but one, whatever. Concern. Concern sure. about the, uh, like, that community. And what I've heard is that it can be messy. And that what I've, what I, you know, what I may perceive also, like, just emotionally and just, just a little, like, complicated. Like you said, it was complicated. Absolutely. But then, like, when I think about it I'm like so is monogamy and I think you kind of just said that but it's like monogamy is also complicated and people I mean there's a reason why so many marriages fail and why so many people cheat and don't have honest relationships yeah. well, so well, it's actually like, uh, most marriages don't fail that's a uh, the, the statistic that most marriages fail was only true in the 70s and it was only because the uh, the the number of failures was concentrated in people who were serial divorcees. Most marriages actually last uh, your entire life. Oh. Most people stay married their entire lives. Then what's with the like 50% or 52% divorce rate? It was only true in the 70s. Really? And it was only because like maybe 10% of people, I don't know what percentage of people, but they would get married and divorced and married and divorced over and over and over. So if you take oh. the, the total number of marriages, uh, then, then they had a 50% uh, failure rate. But the, if you take it in terms of people, people tend to stay married uh, forever, even in the 70s wow. when it was at its peak. 
I did hear something about yeah yeah well I I did hear something about that statistic being off but I couldn't remember what it what it was though to be fair millennials are getting divorced or I don't know we're getting we're not getting married as often we're not getting married as often and uh and and people are yeah exactly literally (laughs) uh, and people are uh getting divorced more because you no longer need a marriage to like survive the way you did like in the 50s (laughs) right you don't need to be a woman married so you can like be in society and not be shunned (laughs) yeah Yeah. or a, just a slut yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. anyway um, so, sorry for the diversion no no, 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 no but 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 i i mean i think that makes sense with the i think life and and i want to hear what you have to say about it but i guess my own response to my own question <laughs> would be like life is messy and like what makes one lifestyle necessarily more than the other sure i just like is there like just with emotions like is it not is it not hard to like kind of see your partner off with somebody else and it totally depends okay like everybody has their own like we're saying everyone has their own set of neuroses and like things that that screw with them and enjoys what enjoys enjoys yeah like i let's say this on on a podcast i love (laughs) watching you make out with other guys like it's just super awesome and wonderful and then there's other stuff where it's like I don't know, like we, we've, uh, ha- uh, let's see, new relationship energy is <laughs> one thing that I can look to as it, this is something that like in all the polyamorous like Facebook and there's, there's so many like online communities because people don't necessarily are, they're not able to find a community in person all the time, right. especially out in like the middle of the country. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that's a bad place, but no, but um, like it might not seem as accessible as exactly. Yeah. Totally. Like Los yeah. Angeles, it's like, oh, there's like there's bound million. to be. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know where uh, NRE and how it can be yes, challenging yeah. for NRE. Yeah. New new relationship <laughs> it's energy. Like oh, Limerence or uh or or you know what we usually call love, you know, falling in love with someone. So yeah. that, that can be uh uh, I mean, my understanding is, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping that our, our therapist friend will uh, will uh, we'll bring her on. Okay, cool. Sec, yeah. My, my understanding is that it's uh, it, it is that NRE or or limerence or love is, is almost like a psychosis, and that it's a uh, it, it can uh, you kind of obsess over the, this new person, and they're like the most amazing and important thing. And and that can be really tricky to navigate yeah. uh, with established relationships. Yes, and so it's just it's just a common thread in the in the poly community where it's like, oh my, uh, you know my, my my wife or my girlfriend or my you know partner or whatever is an NRE with this other person, and it's difficult. And it's yeah. like, yes, it is. Yeah, because <laughs> I also wasn't sure if you were guys were comfortable talking about your sexuality because I'm sure. curious if that helps your lifestyle. It, it informs it. I wouldn't say it helps or hurts it. Uh, it's okay. more common. It, in, in my experience, it's more common that, that, that the women are at least a little bi in the, in the poly community. Yeah. And the men are, are straight-ish. Yeah. Oh. That, that's, that's, it's a general trend that it's much harder to find uh, not hetero guys. And there's a whole thing about being... Uh, Bi or pan, bisexual or pansexual woman oh God. who's in wants to find a couple and they're called unicorns. And then the couples that are trying to add a third to complete our relationship are called unicorn hunters. So there's a yeah, it's 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 a thing. It, yeah, it, it's the thing that gets talked again talked about a lot on these online communities. Of there's this problem with couples who are treating other and not not even couples but people who 
treat this other person as like a puzzle piece where it's like, mm. you're not a person, you're just someone that's going to fulfill my needs. And like, we're opening our relationship up, but just to you and you can't fuck anyone else. You won't, you're, you're have to, you have to only fuck us and love us and you have to love us equally because that would be a problem. Like it, it's, it's, I don't want to call it a meme, but it's, it's this, it's kind of a meme. It's kind of a meme. It's like this persistent thing that you see that over and over of like unicorns and unicorn hunters and how, how problematic that is to like, just like monogamy, it, it, we, we have our own like unique brand of problems and, and issues and things that people are trying to call out as problematic and, and fix and be like, don't be like this. Right. Like, because yeah. you're kind of like using that person for what you guys need, exactly. but you're not, yeah. Using you don't their, care about yeah, their, their wants or needs. It's kind or, of a but, mistake. Yeah. It's kind of a newbie mistake. Yes, yeah, it's it's a lot of talking and it's a lot of reading. Like, there's yes. there's so many books. You want that, some books? Yeah, we have, <laughs> we have so many book recommendations. Wow. Well, and so, and is it? Are you guys both bisexual? Yes, I would say I'm pansexual, but yes. Okay, yeah, fine, pan. Wait, well, can you define pan? pan? Sorry. Um, it's pretty much the same as what you would think as bisexual. Yeah, I say bi because it's less of a conversation. I don't have to have a paragraph of what that means. <laughs> Defining mm-hmm. things. Yeah, exactly. Or a podcast. Come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, but okay. And so, questions. and there is, and there, and, and forgive me for if I sound ignorant or naive, no. but is there a, does it matter if there's like a preference or is it literally split equal or like do you guys... Oh, the Kinsey scale. Kinsey scale. Like, mm. Yeah. I definitely tend... I'm very picky about the women that I date. So I, I would definitely the men. Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. So we, we would be can I would say I'm like a Kinsey two. I think. I think. But it's, it really it starts at zero. It's and not goes to super five useful or, anymore. Yeah. It's so it's it's so reductive. Like yeah. It's 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 nice to talk about because it makes it easy, but it's like so reductive for. Oh, there's this new chart that's like a 3D chart where it's. We can we can talk about it later, but it's yeah. it's it's like an upgrade of the Kinsey scale where it's like it's like a cube and you're like somewhere in the cube instead ah, of just being like on a line right oh that's oh. Cool. somewhere in the in the yeah okay in that space yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. wow gotcha yeah. it's been my experience and i don't know if this is necessarily true for uh, like in general but that uh, um most of the bi people or, or pan people that i've met uh have have frequently been uh very picky about uh the the, the folks of their own gender that they're attracted to and that's, that's just my personal experience i don't know if that's like a general rule but uh but that's more common than not in my experience. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to give, give Jen everything. Sure. Um, yeah. And yeah, we can, I mean, we can bring in our therapist, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi. Hi. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think you guys are the experts, so. Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. I, mean, I just uh, I just watch Sister Wives regularly. That's <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> of course she does. And back to back with 600 pound life or whatever else you watch. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> my sister likes trash TV, yeah, basically. Awesome. She's a genius. Um, okay, so what were you saying about, so the question you had about love, the NRE. Oh, yes. uh, so uh, new relationship energy or, or limerence or, or love or whatever, whatever word it goes by. I, I remember reading somewhere that, uh, that uh, some uh, psychologists define it as a kind of psychosis where the, uh, the uh, person that it is afflicting uh, 
uh, tends to obsess mm-hmm. with the uh, with you know with their with their love, and uh, I, I'm I'm I'd be really curious to learn more about that. Okay, so I think. And please forgive me if I've misused any of those terms. I am not an expert. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so I think that psychosis, at least in the the mainstream for clinical psychology, is a little strong. But I could see, you know, because psychosis is you're you're detached from reality. You're not tethered to, you know, really what's going on. Um, <clears throat> but. I do think when you're talking about love and you're talking about relationships or infatuation or any of that, you do have, you know, chemicals in the brain that are released, like oxytocin is, can be released. And that definitely has an impact on the brain. Um, and it makes you feel good. And, you know, there's reasons why we want to be around people and it's reinforcing. And so, Um, I think in that way, in that the brain isn't um, removed from interactions with others, meaning that the brain is very much involved in who we're attracted to and what makes us happy and who we seek out. Um, I, I think I kind of take it in that way. And I think the, when they describe it as like a psychosis, there can be this like, I don't know, you get kind of tunnel vision sometimes or you you do think differently or respond and perceive differently probably um, in that new relationship than you certainly do after that's worn off. <clears throat> I wa- Thank you. I mean, is that like mm-hmm. something that the people in the poly community like chase after? There like, are absolutely people NRE that... Chasers, yeah. NRE chasers, Yes, that that's is absolutely a I was like, yeah. it's called... A- NRE chaser. And <laughs> <laughs> um, you were thinking that? Yeah, like, yeah, that's that chubby is, chaser. That's terrible. Well, yeah. I feel like I feel like that. I could see how in the polyamorous community, that's like something that you're looking for because it does feel really good. I feel like in a monogamous a monogamous relationship, it's like, uh oh, that's going to cause problems. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. in relationships forever. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah be just as damaging in in poly relationships it's just at least um a possibility well i don't even know that's any more than monogamy but you at least have like you you frequently have like anchor relationships that you can be annoying with your constant nre (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like i i would be annoying like i i i do and i i almost feel like i would i would just be all over the place and just a total mess if you were in a poly situation. Yeah. And like Chase, I feel like that would be me. I'd be like, let's you fall get, in love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like always like looking. I don't know. Like, I just don't know how I would navigate that. I think, yeah. and I just, I, I respect you guys a lot because, and I feel like I would be so jealous, but we can talk about that with Jen. Like, wh- does it just take like a certain person to be like just a, a certain like personality maybe? It's so, just practice. So practice, yes. And then, I mean, one thing I, w- I was like making my own notes as I was like prepping. Um, and one thing is like even in monogamous relationships, uh, there's a spectrum of like what people are okay with. So there's some people that are like when you get into like toxic monogamy, where it's like mm-hmm. men who won't let their girlfriends have friendships with men, or like right. or like you know go out with their lady friends to a bar where they yes. might you know. So so jealousy is in, uh, in je- jealousy can be toxic in uh, in monogamy as well. Yes, absolutely, and. It, so, yeah, so similar to monogamy in polyamorous relationships, I think it's just a matter of what 
each individual person is comfortable with. Cause some people are like, yeah, go fuck on the first date, go fall in love. I don't care. Like, and I'll say that's a minority of people who are like, do whatever you want. And a relationship lot of people, anarchy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Some people call that relationship oh. anarchy where it's like, you, and, and I'm not saying that to like judge it. That's just like a term that people have gravitated toward of like, everybody does whatever they, they set their own boundaries for themselves, but their partners can do whatever they want. And that's their decision. Oh. That's like the, that's like the extreme end on, on the one side yes. and then like super hierarchical, um, poly fidelity, yeah. like kitchen table. Well, not even kitchen table, poly something else. Somewhere in the there's middle. So many, there's know. so many terms. <laughs> I love how many terms. There. <laughs> I, I know. Like it's a whole I, vocabulary. It, it's it really funny is. you mentioned poli sci earlier because it actually reminds me of poli sci <laughs> in some ways. Where there's all these different terms and different ways you can organize the, the, the structures and how each person has uh, so much influence and so much say. And it's a, uh, it, 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 it fascinates me from an organizational standpoint. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, so Jen, do you have any thoughts on, I hate to say like what's natural, but like sometimes I think about uh, like just that we're animals and like there are animals that are obviously not monogamous. And then there are like the penguins that like mate for life, which you are still mating for life. You guys are. Yeah. Um, but (laughs) but like Jen, do you know, is there any psychology there of like, if one is necessarily healthier for, for the mind or the relationship or one is not? I mean, I think that monogamy has become much more of a social construct for us as humans. I mean, um, you know, there's many reasons why maybe evolutionarily it could have been more helpful. Um, but I, I don't think that it would be fair to say that like monogamy is natural or polyamory is natural. I think we definitely have social norms now that tell us that monogamy is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, I, I don't think that they came from nowhere. I think that they probably it, it serviced us, you know, in a host of ways. Um, but it doesn't mean that that's right or the way to be or you know anything like that. Um, and I think that, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think you can really. I mean, like, I guess say I that would think like you know, with a, when you bring a child into the world, like, you know, it's psychology, psychology says like, you know, that like, if you have two parents that love each other, that's healthier for the child than like two parents that are fighting or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. so I wonder like, you know, with a polyamorous situation, because my, the friend I was talking about, there's a child involved Mm -hmm. too. And so I kind of think like, what, how does that affect, you know? Well, with children though, well, just kind of, I would love to hear what you two think. Um, but I can just say with children overarching in general, it's important for them to have two, like the best situation is to have two parents who they can feel attached to and, and who love each other. And I think with any relationship, the sexuality piece of the relationship should be pretty limited as far as children having a say or knowing the degrees of intimacy with their parents, you know, there's a, there's an appropriateness there Mm -hmm. that I'm, 
you know, but you I mean think you shouldn't say like daddy's going to go fuck mommy's friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Mom, and you would agree with that. Yeah, exactly. But you, you also in a monogamous relationship, wouldn't be like mom and dad are going to go fuck. Right. 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 I mean, that's what we do, but no, just right. um, but I think again, just community, like kids need love and they need to, to have like predictability. Yes. Those are the two things that kids need. And so whether that's monogamy between, you know, a heterosexual couple, monogamy between bisexual couple, homosexual, like whatever it is, or in a polyamorous relationship, right? I think, I think, and I, I, this is just my like clinical gut is that if the children understand that there is safety and love and attachment Mm -hmm. and then predictability Mm -hmm. with which, you know, whatever the parents decide, that's probably going to be the best structure for children. But I am very curious, you know, that's sort of my like academic theory, but I am curious about if you all have thought about that or what you think about that. Um, Kids meaning. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to have kids? God, everyone asks that now. (laughs) All right, if you want to hear the answer to that question, listen up next week for part two. Part two of Am I an Asshole for Being Monogamous? And you hear a lot more about polyamory. Boy, is it interesting. It sure is. I could have gone on for hours, honestly. Um, Well, tune in next week for more Scott and Olivia. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Keep keep loving us because we love you. Bye. We polyamorously love you. I hate myself. (laughs) 